and welcome to the Voice of the Elders. I'm your host, Arlena, and the Voice of the Elders is a podcast, actually, where I try to preserve, like, the history of some of the things and some of the voices of the elders of St. Martin, some of the heads, um, and now that can be from anyone between 50 to 70 years of age, or even those that are between 30 to 40 years of age, because some of us back in the Caribbean, even though we might be in our 30s and 40s, there was a lot of us that were raised by grandparents. So we have that same kind of ability to be able to also tell you stories because we have had the opportunity of having those stories passed down to us. And we grew up, you know, watching our mothers or either our aunts or our uncles, our grandparents doing certain things like cooking, um, celebrating Christmas, Easter, different things traditionally. So what I aim to do with this podcast is to go around interviewing a lot of the elders of St. Martin and getting their voices and their take on what it was like growing up in St. Martin, so that when they are no longer here, their voice and their stories will remain here, even though when they have long passed on, that they can, you know, these stories can be heard later on by another generation that will come to love and appreciate what these people have went through, been through, and the legacy that they have left for us. Oftentimes, when we think about legacy, we think about money, finances, riches. Oftentimes, it's not about it's not about money. It's not about land. It's not about a property. Sometimes, a legacy is simply a pudding, a sweet potato pudding recipe, being passed down. In Saint Martin, we have some of the best cooks, some of the best bakers, and no, they did not go to no type of cooking school or baking school. They just had that natural gift from God and they knew how to do certain things. And for those of us that have been privileged to be raised under such a generation that we were able to inherit what we, you know, what we have learned from those elders, I think it's a joy. So the first season that I'm focusing on is Christmas. And as we know, we are in the Christmas season as it's quickly approaching. So I have went around interviewing like a couple of my friends and close loved ones, people that I know in St. Martin. And basically, we um, are talking about how we celebrated Christmas in St. Martin and how we still do. And even some of us that we may live abroad like myself, I still celebrate Christmas the way I did when I did it when I was living back at home. So I just want you to sit back, just relax and enjoy this first episode. The first episode is an interview with um, a very near and dear friend of mine by the name of Miss Cheryl Maku. She's well known all over St. Martin, a businesswoman, you know, um, great cook, great, you know, I mean, she's, you know, she can bake. I mean, seriously speaking, she can bake, she can cook. And she makes some of the best 
peas and rice but not just peas and rice her food is just I mean just delicious and she's one of a long list of many others and as I go on with this podcast I hope to interview many more people that we can have their voices and that they can come to you and many others out there that might be interested in listening to our stories we the people of the Caribbean we are a people and believe me we take pride and joy in what we do so sit back relax thank you for joining me on this first episode of the voice of the elders podcast be blessed Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Voices of St. Martin. And the Voices of St. Martin is a podcast where basically I go around speaking to St. Martiners that have a a great history in the island of St. Martin. So these people that actually that I'm interviewing are people who know the history of St. Martin and that can help answer some of our questions. This is our first episode, so this is episode number 001, and we are focusing on Christmas since we are entering into the month of Christmas. So I'm just going to ask my guest a couple of questions regarding Christmas and what it was like for her growing up in St. Martin. Good afternoon and welcome, Miss Maku. Would you please tell everyone your name and who you are? I'm Cheryl Maku. I'm a resident of St. Martin. I've lived in Dutch Quarter, 18 years old to 26, and I'm proud to be a St. Martin. Amen to that. So, what was it like as a child or a young woman growing up in St. Martin back in the day? Well, as a young woman growing up in St. Martin, in the back of my days, I grew up with old people, elderly, and the old time tradition was when Christmas time is coming, we start preparing a with it in our guava berry and then the day before Christmas we celebrate our guava berry evening We're going from door to door mm-hmm. having all our neighbors and family members that's the most old tradition way it goes about um how does things differ from back then to now like what you just explained as far how what's the difference between now and then well, now it's not like before because right now the younger generation does not keep the old tradition up. Everybody just out for partying. Yeah. But I'm a part of the old tradition. I make my guarberry, I make my litter, my tat, and I share with neighbors. Yes. I bring over friends. I always have my table set so when someone comes, you can always get them a slice and I always have a piece of ham and turkey on the table. That's the way we did it in our days and that's the way I intend to do it until I die. Yes. And that's why one of the reasons why I chose you as one of the persons that I wanted to interview because I've known you for years. We're not just great friends, but we're also family members. And just what you said is what I've always grew up seeing you doing. So I knew you were a great candidate to be interviewed because, hey, you still live it and you still do it. So you still hold on to that old Old tradition. tradition. Exactly. Um, Do you think that St. Martin has changed for the better? 
Well, I wouldn't say that changed. To me, it became worse because nobody lived with each other, nobody looked out for each other. Right. Everybody's for their own self. And we don't keep our tradition of older generation on. And yeah. you passed on, it's like everybody forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree Only with a few you. that keep the tradition, yeah. and the few that keep the tradition, the younger generation finds it old-fashioned, but that's the real natural way. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, what are some of your favorite things to do while, what, okay, what were some of your favorite things that you enjoyed doing while you were growing up in St. Martin? Well, my favorite thing growing up is cooking and catering. Catering, cooking. And I love the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, we know that. <laughs> you love the garden too. Yes. And she's also a big animal lover. I yes, mean, my animals, my animals are my best friends. Yes, she, I mean... You name it. It's like when you really want to talk about tradition, she is someone that, you know, fits that description to a T because she still, even though we're living in a modern world, yes, we have the cell phones, we got the smart TVs, but we still hold, and she's one of those people that still hold to that traditional thing. And it's, I think that's one of the things that St. Martin is losing. It's becoming too Americanized. Yes, yes. No one wants to go behind a stove. No one wants to put a hand in a flower. No, they don't. They want to get everything artificially done. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, what do you like doing today? Well, today I love cleaning, washing, cooking. It's the main stuff I does in my life. Let me tell you this. This lady is a work horse. L listen, I get tired looking at her myself. I mean, seriously speaking, she go from morning sun up to sundown, just working, 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 hard working woman. Hard, her husband is even worse, just bad, to be honest, just working, working, working. I'm like, oh Lord. And this lady, she can afford a washing machine. She can afford washing machines. But she never wanted a washing machine because she wanted to continue washing on her hands because she enjoyed washing oh, yes. on her hands the traditional way it's the old time it's the cleanest way listen i was like listen i barely want washing the machine <laughs> so imagine on my hand but truly she enjoys doing it she enjoys you know getting that tub of water those two tubs you know one to wash one to rinse and just sitting there and just you know washing the clothes on her hand and it's not because she poor because she ain't poor you know it's just because she grew up with that and she liked it it's in my blood it's in her blood and uh, but she gets she gets a machine now <laughs> she gotta watch this so because of arthritis and you know age setting in so she has finally gotten a washing the machine numbers are rolling on tight. So, so, but yeah she believes in the traditional i mean let me tell you something i like you know i eat from some good people now i eat from a lot of great people I know this one particular cousin I have in the States, he brags on his peas and rice, and I like, you know, you know I don't want to make him feel funny and whatnot. And I like, yeah, your peas and rice is good, yeah, you know. But the best peas and rice I ever ate is her peas and rice. When she cooked, and you should see the pot. I, I ain't kidding, this pot. If I could take a picture of the pot, I would take a picture and put it up on my blog feed. I mean, it could, it could feed like 20 or more people. 
And when she, because she would have a lot of barbecues and different things like that, and even when she cooking on her own without the barbecue, it's a ton of food. Yes, yeah, so I always say, I'll leave a case of stranger come around. Exactly. And that's how we were raised to cook that extra in case somebody comes around. Yes. Now, when I cook, I will cook extra, but for one person. She gonna cook for like 10 extra people. <laughs> that's a big difference. It's a tradition as elderly. It's always no cook sufficient cooking after someone has come around. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and as we know, Christmas is, you know, quickly approaching. How are your preparations going for Christmas? And my preparations going fine. So what are you planning for this year's Christmas? Well, this year Christmas, I'm, I already started decorating my home. I'm going to be keeping something for the seniors and for the children, the homeless children. When I say homeless children, children that parents can't afford to give them a gift, yeah. I am providing a gift for That's for them. so good. That is so good. You, you know, you, I, you know the world you have to give because yeah. you don't look at yourself today. Because today I'm here, tomorrow yeah. I don't know my generation are. So yeah. we give up to help and make everyone feel happy. Yes, yes. Now, can you tell some of the people? Because a lot of the people that are gonna be listening to this, beside the West Indian people, you know, you're gonna American and different brand people living, different nationalities that don't quite understand our Christmas. Because their idea of Christmas is different than our idea of Christmas. You know, I grew up, which I'm sure you grew up the same way because you're older than me, where every Christmas the house got to get painted it in and out. Been done. <laughs> you got a general clean, take down all the curtains, put up new curtains, you know, that was... Well, the actually, that's a, that's a tradition. Really. <laughs> that's the every tradition. Every year for Christmas, your house paint, you change the curtains. Yes. From the old years, now you put the curtains up and you go into the Christmas morning. Yes. Your Christmas tree, your, sen your Christmas um, gifts under it. Yes, and you yes. know, you celebrate Santa Claus and a little small tree and I'm looking Santa Claus has brought us a gift for you. That is so true. That's the old tradition way. Yeah. And then we have our corn pork, our ham, turkey. Yeah, exactly. Open house layout. Right. Sisters come around. Right. Everybody get a slice in the plate. Right. And we also serve our ham with olives. Yes, that's true. And some people serve it with pineapple too. With pineapple. Yeah, with pineapple. But the pineapple. olive, keep it more preserved. The pineapple has to be ready to use one time. Oh, okay. So the, see. The, the cloves. And yes. the pineapple yes. goes to it for when you're ready to use yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. But if you yes. better keep it for a while preserved, the olive is I keep it alive. Okay, so you see that's a tip there I'm learning. Like I said, this is a and our natural seasoning for also for the turkey. Mm -hmm. It is we peel our garlic, black pepper, salt, we bring our own thing and mm -hmm. then we just season it down, uh, clove stick it and yeah. it go to go. Now what kind of I, I, I grew up in my grandmother's house where every year we had pudding, tat. What else we had for? We had pudding, tat, guava pie, mm -hmm. um, apple pie, whatever pie you could name. Right, it. you could name your meat. We meal. had our own berries where we stew our berries. We had our cherries, which was cashew nuts. We, right, we right, them right. And make our own tats. Now, you know, the, you know what most, especially the men, their favorite thing is the guava berry, the punches. Yeah, the men, their favorite thing is the guava berry and the coconut tat. Yeah, yeah. And like the rum punches that are made from scratch. We ain't talking about J and B and No no, well, we no. Not, I naturally make my own food but I make pineapple punch, pump sweat punch, whatever kind of food I have. Right, right. I also make the cocktail punch. That's very good. Cocktail punch is a piece of every every food I have. Mm -hmm. You put it into one. Wow. And the way I make my punch I put them from since June to yeah, steep. To steep. And they make their own now what about black cake? You don't make black cake yeah, for Christmas? I also make black cake also. Black cake. Let's name them. Yeah, you listen, you name it when you come down here for Christmas. Listen to everything this table spread out with all kinds of food. Just name it. Down to ice cream cake I made. It's true. It is so true. It is so, so, so true. For my Christmas, I always have an open house. So anyone is welcome. <laughs> 
So listen, if you are in America and you come down, just ask for Cheryl Maku House. Everyone knows me. Everyone knows her. She's well known. So you will come down and get your slice You're of tart or pudding. Welcome. And you can also have a view of my home. Yes, indeed. It's an and it's a nice piece of property. Nice piece of property. Now, um, okay. From my time growing up here, I know Christmas is a big thing, especially when it comes to cooking, baking, and different festivals. Um, so, what your Christmas menu gonna be this year? So my Christmas menu is gonna be coconut tart, mm -hmm. pudding, black cake, pineapple cake, cherry cake. Mm -hmm. I also have velvet cake. I have cashew cake. Oh wow! Yeah, the cashew cake I like. Yeah. I'm gonna have, have cashew cake. I'm gonna gonna make a mixture of a fruit cake. Okay. Yeah, fruit cake. That's and another one. I have I my ham. I have stuffed baked potato with different type of meat in it. Mm. I'll have pasta with turkey. I'll have some chicken pasta. I'll also make a, a ground beef with ham. Okay. Wow. And everything will be served with scallop potato and rice and peas. Oh my goodness. It's a pity I ain't gonna be here. Make sure you FedEx me um a plate. Cause I gonna be back in this you know, I'm gonna be back in the US for this Christmas. So I'm also gonna be having a pig, I'm gonna be stuffed. Oh Lord. So you're roasting the pig on in the ground like come here traditionally holy yeah. degree? Okay. That is that's great. Um the first time I saw this pig being roasted was by Miss Ruby Butte. Um she I don't, don't ask me what she do. But she had it somewhere in the ground and whatnot with the coals and the whole nine yards and actually it's like a whole thing. It has a it steel mm -hmm. and you put it and you have a, a steel that is turning. Or you can also oh, if you have okay. a, a solid barbecue grill. Yeah. You put it where you can have the stem. Yeah. That it goes around. You have okay. to put that turn it and the, the fire is mild. Mild, got you. Like but it depends close. on the season you have on it. Not everyone can do it. If you have a type of season you have to use on it. Okay, so let's see. Um, what are some of the festives that you look forward to enjoying and taking part in for Christmas? The festivals I enjoy, first of all, saving God thanks. I love the church service. I go to church and then at 12 o'clock, before blessing the food, mm -hmm. I ask one of the churches to come over and have a prayer ceremony. Okay. And then there we break the dishes. Then from there we have a blessed day. Mm. That sounds good to me. It's a pity I ain't gonna be here to enjoy none of that, but that's all right. I'm gonna have my own version of, of St. Martin Christmas where I am at. Um, okay. Pretend you hear that phone. I remember when I was a little girl growing up here, um, the serenade singers used to come around serenading throughout the different neighborhoods. Do you still? Do they still do this? They doesn't. They, as I said again, the old head heads. So I'm sorry, the young generation does not keep it up. Does not keep it up. They mostly go to a bar so and drink rum. Yeah. They, they're not interested in keeping the Samaritan tradition up. Yeah. If the Samaritan tradition was up more, yeah. From Christmas Eve night, we sat um, go yeah. to every district. Yeah, but yeah. But no one is interested in it anymore. Yeah. Cause I remember that when I was growing up here, as I, you know, was much younger. That by that one of the things you look forward to when you yeah. the serenade, you wake up to them serenading you. Christmas Eve night, mm -hmm. you bust two firecrackers and yeah. the groups gather together. You yeah. go down with a little dimmerjohn. Yeah. The next thing is you always have the dimmerjohn with your guarberry there. That's an old traditional way. Not the bottles we have it now. Right, the dimmerjohn. Right, right. Dimmerjohn right. is the like, elderly way that is kept the the, the guarberry preserve. The guarberry preserve. That's like a barrel, right? Like it, a no, it's a bottle. Okay. The, and it's it's a big bottle. Mm -hmm. That's a guava berry bottle. Okay, okay, wow. But you can hardly find them because most of who to sell them was elderly. Yeah. And so long they passed on, the generation just yeah. threw everything. Yeah. Sad though. 
sad and you know that's why um i'm kind of recording these episodes and um interviewing people because every day as you know for yourself we lose in some madness especially the older heads and it's like these are the things that we grew up with and it's like when they go it's like okay but what left yeah so this is a way of people being able to go right back now, you don't see nobody making like in the old time days mm-hmm. and when i was growing up when you see christmas time coming you have to get a rose poke well shoot along you do it down you mash it you have a water Mm-hmm. You pong in the corn. Right, right. Make your own corn to make your conky your conky. Oh wow. Conky is something that is like a corn dumpling, but you have it with corn pork. Okay. You have it with ham. Okay. You have it with vegetables and you wrap it into banana leaves. Okay. I've always heard on conky but I've never eaten it and I never know exactly yeah, what it was. Always, it's a corn dumpling. Okay. But okay. You, you make it, you roll your meat stuff into it and you wrap it with banana banana leaf and you boil it and they go to go. Okay. You see, guys, you guys are getting some good information here. Me, myself, getting some information, and I grew up here. So, because um, some of the things I heard about, but I still haven't, like, was able to try some of these things, like the kangi. Um, uh, uh, maybe next time, hopefully, maybe next year, God's willing, I could be here for a Christmas. So In the name of Jesus, that way I could you know record on the spot and i'll actually be doing it in video farm yeah video farm next time um we also celebrate the day after christmas here which is boxing day Day. why was it called boxing day well actually boxing day should be a a day for everyone meeting each other the day for christmas much longer but boxing day yeah everyone should visit each other right that was the old tradition you Mm. sit down and you give how your feeling was you sit down and you keep a ceremony to remember those that passed on. Yeah, yeah. Because those that passed on, that's a day for them to be remembered. Remembered, got you, got you, got you, got you. Um, because Christmas is there, you say, okay, today's Christmas. But when you sit down and boxing, you say, boy, you know, my my mother was missing. Yeah, yeah. This one was missing. It wasn't like how it would have been. Yeah, yeah. So that is a day of relaxed for you to with the family. Right, right. And discuss and keep right, a, a right, general right, discussion. Right. So and then Monday, next day, now, now we know it's back to work. Back to work, exactly. So thank God that we, we've always had that from the time I was growing up here. I always had Christmas, and the, which is the 25th, and the 26th, which is known as Boxing, boxing day. day. It's always been... Um, Two holidays back to back. Yes. It's always been like that for us. Christmas is actually the festival day, but Boxing Day is a day for sitting down and relaxing. Yeah, and or going, going and on. visiting other yes. people. Yes. We didn't see for Christmas. You go around. Right. Them, and you can make a little box or a little ham or a plate with a little piece of ham and turkey. Mm-hmm. Careful, someone because you don't have the habit. Right, right, and right. It's not everyone can afford these it's things. True. It's true. Or even if you go to the elderly home, you know, drop off some pieces of yeah. black cake or potato pudding. Yeah. Even if you gotta make two potato pudding, just put it a little slice. Everybody is glad to get mm-hmm. a little mouth. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean. Like uh, right now, you don't find hardly anybody doing it. Yeah. Everybody just they don't know what is a piece of black cake. And for those home homeless people, yeah, and abandoned people in the home, yeah, the home don't have time to do that. Right, right. So if you true. can dedicate, out here can dedicate that. That's a big blessing for you. Yes, yes, it's true. You know, uh, even a roast potato. We should also do was you buy a bag of potatoes. Mm-hmm. You set up the cold pot and roast them in the cold pot. And you can't get it in, just eat on the shell and you got a yeah, roast potato. Yeah, and a raised roast potato. Right now, no one is doing that. No matter they don't know how to roast a potato. But you know something that I never knew about that I saw, but uh, I never knew, but I mean, I know now. Mm-hmm. Um, at Corny's Beach Bar, mm-hmm. 
they bake their johnny cakes on, on the, the cold pot, on the cold pot grill yeah. and you can also do it in a pot them is some good johnny cakes so the firmest johnny cake is on the cold pot or you have a big pot mm -hmm. you yeah, you cut up the pan open. Yeah. Put some holes in it. Yeah. And you set the pot with a cover on it. Yeah. And you bake in the pot. Yeah, that's what he. That's what he. Um, that's how he have it set up on the cold, yeah. on top of the coals, and they bake it. The, and let me tell you, he makes money hand over fist. Mm -hmm. You know, with those Johnny cakes. Um, and to me, that's like a. I think it's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, that's a tradition. Yeah, it's a very good traditional idea. Um, Olias. Or like we would say back in the states, we call it New Year's Eve. Is also a big night for us here in Saint Martin. God spare life. What will you be doing on All Year's Night? Well, the eve of All Year's Night, I go to church, thank God, with the family. Right. That's the day that everybody leaves the house. Mm -hmm. We go out to worship in the house of the Lord mm -hmm. and give God thanks for sparing our life. Right. That we are going. He's going to be entering us into the another yeah. humanity of His own. Right. Right. And if it wasn't for He. We'll not be here. Right, right. Not only celebrating Christmas, but we've got to give him thanks. Right. We have reached right. that stage. That stage, yeah. see that, and we are going into an old, coming out of the old interview with new. Amen. That he, if he wants us to do. Yes. Because many of us does not see it. Yeah. So yeah. those of us that see it, to give God yes. great thanks towards give. it. Well, I remember when I was in much, much younger, before I was saved, which, you know, because we all used to do it, we would go to church faithfully, and then when church out, we go... It's firecracker work. Firecracker, then we hit the club. Yeah. I mean, I no longer do that. We no longer do that. But there's still people that, you know, do that. Well, but I never do that. What I did after church, go to watch the firecrackers. I used to have the firecrackers in my yard, mm -hmm. the best place. And after that, they open a, open, have an open house mm. for everybody to set the brain in the New Year's school. Right, right. And with the New Year's evening, the morning, six o'clock, we open yeah. a, a tea bush in bush tea party. Bush tea, yeah, yeah. And, you know, from there, we give yeah. them our time, we shake each other's hand. Whether it's your friend, you were speaking yeah, to this person yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shake each other's hand. I call all my tenants together, have a cup of bush tea. Yeah, yeah. Some Johnny cake with some ham and turkey. Yeah. And we set up a brand new life again. That's, that's, that's You a, keep that's the life thing. rolling. Right. Because see, you open his life with something pretty. Yes, yes, yes. Going yes. to a dance, you open your life, it will continue for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. If you open your life with a dance for the year, yeah. let me say, I'm going to be in a dance house for the year. True, true. The man don't love that. He don't love that. He's Amen. Yes, yes. Life goes on more longer and safety like that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I, I, I will admit I was guilty of the I used the to be a party person when I was my 16, 17. Yeah, me too. So by the time I reached 19, I don't want to see a party. Yeah, after, after a while you got to put that home. It's the, the best dumb. for me. Yeah, it's true. And there's so many things you can do home. That's what people don't understand. There's when so I'm many home, things you I can do. I find everything to do. In my spare time, I find yeah. everything. Yeah, it's and true. And there's nothing to do. I make something yeah. happen. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And if, if she ain't got nothing, she gonna clean. Or cook. I'm a, mama, I'm a sick person for those <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now, um, how do you intend to spend the New Year's, God's willing, and what are some of your goals or resolutions for 2019? Well, my goal, the first to spend my New Year's is to visit the church, as I said. Thank God for sparing my life. And I'm going to focus in and open back up my business. That's so good. That's so good. Now, would you mind telling people what kind of business that is? Well, my business is again behind the kitchen. It's a bar and restaurant and yes. a car wash. Yes. And uh, let me tell you, the food, listen, and you get your money's worth. You get more than your money's worth. When you buy a plate of food, it's like you're getting two food. Like, it's two servings. In other words, like, you can serve two people. Seriously speaking. 
and the food is really great you know you're getting what you paid for and this is someone that can cook and make sure you order the rice and peas in because let me tell you <laughs> when by the time you finish eating the rice and peas you know I eat nothing else because you're gonna be just stuck eating the rice and peas but you know like I said I've known you for so many years and I think you're a great example especially for a lot of younger people um, I know you have a daughter I don't know how much of you know you have taught her or how much she follows as far as you know what she's seen you doing well, I have taught her but uh, you know you, you, you make them and you can't, you can't make them it. mind that's right if she don't pick up the first step I know my grandchildren will pick it up exactly. that's for sure that's for sure but um, thank you for sharing this interview with us here and allowing people out there who do not know how we do things here in St. Martin because you know a lot of times sometimes unless some Americans come in on vacation there's a lot of them that never been to St. Martin or the Caribbean and they feel like we live in a third world country over here whereas no, no. see it's how the environment of people live that make the visitors sing right but the, the people here get together and keep united with one right other. yeah but so I always say no matter where you're from so mm -hmm. when you pass the airport yes. you are native yes yes so you have to live together because wherever you go you need someone yes it's true yeah it's if true. I go to your country I have to adjust myself yes, to you yes I yes. cannot come to your country and feel that like I'm more than you and that yes. is what happened in the same market yeah same has been broken apart yeah i agree 100%. it has been broken our own people here does not keep it together mm -hmm. we fight each other amen amen preach it preach we never it. want to see our own people make yeah. it That's far, uh, indian or chinese some of them are next country mm -hmm. come here and make it mm -hmm. our own is not together yeah we, you do not unite with one another. Yeah, that's uh, that's so our that, that biggest is the fault. fight we have here. The country is broke apart. It's not a people alone, but it's a country, mm -hmm. and we don't have a foundation here. Yeah, yeah. everyone else come in have foundation. St. Martin doesn't have a foundation. A foundation means to keep your people together, yes. and keep a standard. Yeah, and the reason why a lot of young people right now, even the mothers. Does that take up the old tradition because they are making two and three, four children out there without a father, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have to hit two, three jobs. Yeah, it's true. And some they got to go to the casino, and they yeah. got to gamble life, so they don't have the time. They like their life; they just living, but their life is wasted. Right, 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 right. I I totally agree with you. You know, one hundred percent. You know, just like when you're saying this, a Jasper, you're spinning around here. Excuse me. Like me, I go out, but I make sure my home is alright. Right. I make sure everything's in order. Right. Because right. when you're going out, you don't know if you're coming back. Right right that is so true you always have to be prepared you have to be prepared but I, I totally agree with you as far as the disunity in St. Martin and I think that's one of that's one of the my major um, ills that really bothers me a lot because it's oftentimes it's your own always like really trying to pull you down you know and I think if we come together we are such a rich people and but we are so divided that's yeah. the problem and for the New Year, my plan is I don't have to go to work up. Okay, I'm planning to keep a, uh, a woman board meeting. Oh, okay. To get together all women together and yeah. to like have an open exhibition to show them how autumn changes be done. Right, that's to good. To make them um, keep a, a life. Right, right, right. Because a lot of them is trained away, and you know a lot, a lot of the young ones right now they don't have to go to potato pudding. You got that right? Yeah. They said it, the same thing in our young days. It's nothing better than Irish potato punch. 
Oh, I ain't never had I that one. I love you that. I received it a punch. Oh, That's wow. the best punch I ever had. Wow, wow. Now, have you ever had the um, green banana porridge? Yes, I did that. I have done the cassava porridge. I have done the green banana. I did the plantain. Yeah, I had the plantain. I also did the cassava one. Okay, never had that one. And they have one you can also do with pumpkin. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But you need to have spice with But you know also what I used to like growing up? The milk and dumpling. Yes. Carmel porridge. Um, flour pap. Yes. You know, all, all those, those things. things. No one has time for them anymore. Yeah. My goodness, my goodness. Um, well, my I, best time was when my grandfather planted his corn and we had to take them out, shell them, mm-hmm. and get them out of person and pound them. And pound them. And when wow. you pound them, now you squeeze all the juice of them and then you make your own corn meal. Mm. That's some great history. Some great, great history. Well, thank you so much, Miss Mako. That, those are the dogs. Thank you so much yeah, for that. My best friend in the back. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for that information. Thank you for allowing me to be able to interview you for this Christmas edition. I look forward to interviewing you on more episodes with more topics. So thank you so much. And I'm not going to see you for the Christmas because I won't be here. So at the same time, um, would you like to wish the people uh, advance Merry Christmas and Happy New Year at the same time? Sure, in general. I wish you all for the coming season a blessed and happy Christmas. And a blessed and prosperous New Year's to come. And, and I, may God spare your life, change your life, and make you all different people and come together and unite and praise the Holy Father with Him and no way. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Thank you once again. Thank you. And have a Merry Christmas to you as well, Miss Mahu, and you and your entire family. And may you have a blessed and prosperous, healthy 2019 when it comes around. Thank you very much. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Thank you.